fast you're going. What? How fast you're going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. Uh... Sunday evening. I apologize now if I'm not as energetic as I usually am. Uh, me and Bam had our wedding anniversary on the third, and my birthday will be tomorrow, Monday. So, happy birthday to me! Uh, so we had a little get together at our private bar here. At our house, and, uh, last night it was about, I think about twenty, twenty-one people showed up total, and most of them were her people. <laughs> I had a few. I think I had two people, but uh, it's been a long. I, yeah, everybody knows I like my whiskey. It's been a long time since I drank that much whiskey. I mean, I, I drank a. Uh, Entire fifth of uh, that mango bourbon that I had bought with Sprite. Yeah, it's very, very delicious. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't get it. I did not get smashed, like drunk. I felt pretty good, but I mean, you understand? I started drinking about two o'clock in the afternoon, and everything wrapped up around one here at the house. In our personal bar. So, I mean, it, it was almost a 12, it was 11 hour period. Basically, I ended up drinking the whole entire field. Uh, my old ass did. I did feel uh, some effects of that uh, this morning. Not not as bad as you'd think. I had a, a little slight hangover, but uh, once I got up and moved around, it it was uh, it cleared up enough where, I mean, I felt, I felt decent enough. Got dressed, went and, uh, Saw my daughter. We just had our, our new addition to the uh, family. So another little, another little boy. And I went and visited. Uh, went over to their house, and visited uh, her, and my son-in-law, and uh, the other grandchildren. Which, which I think it's a total of six under that roof now. <laughs> That's why I'll go visit them. I don't have uh, really too many. Really, don't I try to think uh, what what we're going to talk about because I didn't work a lot of traffic this last week. The the weather here in Louisiana has been horrible for our standards. Anyway, uh, I know people up north and stuff probably think you know because we've been you know hitting about thirty two and. 
you know, low 30s and stuff every night for over a week. And then we had the rain and stuff. And like I said, I'm sure the northern's like, it's not even cold. We get, you know, 10 below and whatever. We're, we're not used to that around here. Not equipped for it. Don't like it. Um, not a fan of the snow at all. So, it's just been, just uh, been miserable. Just with the the one rain and everything. So, I don't think I went out once this past week and wrote any tickets. Uh, handled a few crashes. Uh, did have a, we can talk about this. It just happened this past Friday. Nothing spectacular about this crash at all. Uh, seems like I've been getting a lot more of them lately. Uh, I don't understand why people seem to uh, want to make left-hand turns. And it's a two-lane road. You know, of course, you go the same direction. One-way road, way two lanes. Uh, south is a southbound road. And, uh, why somebody think they can make a a left turn from the right lane? I'm, I've worked quite a few of these uh, crashes. Not recently, you know. I, I just, I mean, you're just driving along in the in the right lane and like, oh look, there's a convenience store. I'm just gonna, I'm thirsty. I need pee. I'm just gonna pull in there, but so I'm just gonna turn across the uh, the the other lane too and try to go in. Well, this is what happened. That's what happened on this crash. You know, when she went to make her turn, she said, I, I look, I think that, well, she says she looked. When she turned from the left lane, I mean the right lane, we get it right now. I think I misspoke. She was in the right lane trying to make a left turn across the lane. Okay, I think I said it the other way. I'm not sure. If I do, I apologize. Like I said, it's been a long weekend. I'm tired. But I don't like not putting stuff out because I try to stay consistent for all the listening. But anyway, she was in the right lane, made a left turn across the lane. Okay, we got that. Uh, I get that. I rolled up on it. I was actually uh, heading to our jail uh, shop area to go drop something off. You know, I was driving up and I, I saw it. It just happened. So I, I get I notified dispatch. Yada yada. I'm not gonna, you know, go with the board and shit. You know, I get out. Uh, I give them the first. I said I let them know the vehicle one, which we usually put down as fault at fault vehicle. I said I believe this was the at fault vehicle. I said I don't notify. So, but but the, give, I started giving plate information dispatch. I get out and a uh, <clears throat> little girl, uh, say she was in her 20s. She, uh, she's the one that made the illegal turn or attempted to make the turn. Uh, she had some blood and stuff on her, on her, on her nose area and stuff like that. I'm not a doctor, so I just let dispatch let dispatch know. Hey, send me uh, send me fire department, <clears throat> ambulance. Uh, I want to get everybody checked out. The girl takes the other. Small laceration on her face. So I get up there and I'm, 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 I ask her, I'm like, well, I ask him, I'm the 
number two driver because he was out walking around I'm like Are you okay yeah i'm okay you know i think his passenger said she bumped her head on the on something in there in the truck suv they were i'm sorry it's forerunner he's like yeah we're i was like what happened he's like well i was just going along see i know she just turned right in front of me and you know we hit and okay all right well go get me your information you know i need your driver's license insurance and a registration card you go get that and i'll be back with you go you can go sit in your vehicle whatever i mean because it was like wind was blowing and it was probably about i don't think the high got out of 34 that day which is that's blizzard antarctica cold for us in the south so I walk over to her. She's still sitting in the car. She, you know, she's upset. She had a little blood on her face. I mean, she wasn't bleeding to death or nothing. I looked at her. I said, uh, "So, uh, tell me what happened. What happened?" She says, "I, I didn't see him. I thought I could make it, but it's my fault. And I turned. I turned in, in, in front of him, and, and we got in a crash. Good for her. She told the truth. That's why I did not give her any tickets because she, she didn't lie about it." Like I said, bad enough, you know, her car's totaled. The other car's probably totaled, and, you know, I'm pretty sure she probably only had a liability insurance on it. It was an older car, not the best shape car. You know, point I'm, I'm just dragging this out. I'm not trying to. Trying to get all just of it. We're. The area I'm in, uh, the area I was in at the time, yeah, we're right there by the, a stop and rob. And it's one of the stores that people like to hang out in front of the store at the stop and rob. I guess people, I'm assuming people that don't have jobs or possibly street pharmacists or both or whatever. I don't know. I've never just hung out at a convenience store. Okay. Just not bashing nobody I'm just saying you know not doing it I turn around and there's this guy standing uh he was right off the roadway right right off the roadway and like he's standing there he's looking no I'm real <laughs> call me anywhere to everybody whatever I'm real picky on my crash scenes don't fuck with my crash seats. I work them. I've been doing this a long time. I do it a certain way. I don't like looky loose. But I just really don't like looky loose. I look at him and so I say, can I help you? He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, that, that's, that's my niece. I was just checking on her. I said, hey, that's your niece, huh? I looked at her. She's looking at me with this look on her face. And she's like, I ain't never seen that man before in my life. I'm like, mm-hmm. I turn around and look at him. No, I don't like being lied to. It pisses me off. I turn around and looked at him. I said, I said, you lying motherfucker. You better haul your ass back over there to that uh, storefront sidewalk where you're standing at and get away from my my crash seat. You understand me? I said, you don't even know this girl. You liar. He starts backing up. He'll be stopped. I said, I'm telling you, if I, if I stick a step towards you, I said, I'm going to put your ass in jail. I'm going to, you're going to have something to look at. It's going to be called uh, Three Walls and a Set of Bars. Haul your ass back over there. I don't know. Oh, no, you're not playing. you damn right I ain't playing. 
get your ass back up, go secure the store or whatever by standing in front of it, probably harassing people for change. So I was just one anyway, I worked the crash, you know, didn't write her new tickets, everybody everybody was fine. Cars were towed to probably about fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes. Got got everything taken care of. Uh wasn't like I said the most exciting thing in the world, but man, a day in my life, right? I just I'm standing motherfucker can come and just sit up with your line say, Oh, that's my niece. The fuck? Just I line like that just really pisses me off. Uh, oh, I don't know if I mentioned it this past Wednesday. I don't know if I mentioned it. If y'all go check out uh, my, if y'all have it, I know a lot of people don't. Let me, let me get the thing. Uh, my TikTok thing, I'm, I did, I got a few. Uh, when you're starting an IV, I, and the patient. I got a. Uh, it's at Dirty D07 at TikTok is my thing. Uh, it's got it's got the Motor Cop Chronicles logo and stuff on it. I made uh, it was a 18 wheeler that uh, was in a residential area where he wasn't supposed to be. It's marked. Anyway, we had to get a tow truck to get him out because he was like got all stuck in the ditch and all this crap like that. I don't know how it happened. Ended up getting like 183,000. Uh, views on it and I got another one I put in front of it it's got like 10 if y'all want to go check them out you can go check my TikTok out I, I, I don't, I'm not real active on it I put stuff out every now and then uh, on it like just when I see shit like that if y'all just want to go watch it and see you know some of the crash stuff I worked with <clears throat> I, don't, I don't remember if I talked to it but I don't I don't remember if I said anything about it yeah I also had uh we had a, a drive-by shooting type incident occur. Two, I think two cars shooting at each other or something. Well, we were we just we swarmed the area. We had vehicle descriptions. I was the fir- first one in the traffic stop on the first suspe- suspected vehicle. Please say this. I'm just. I'm just glad everything worked out great because, you know, we had cars shooting at each other and we did get the another car too and it had, you know, bullet holes in it. But I'm just glad the people in this car just uh, did listen to commands for the felony stop because when the driver, when the female driver got out, she was like, I don't know, like seven months pregnant. I'm thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, I had a been a bad situation if stuff would have went different with stuff like that. And uh, so I was like, glad that that one uh, turned out okay. But now, like I said, I didn't really make no traffic stops or nothing. I did get uh, some parents at a school that uh, I was doing crossing guard duty stuff at, uh, did in the SRO there. Got some compliments. They actually uh, they emailed the sheriff and the major and stuff, saying how the parents and the principal and everything thanked me because you know I was out to stop traffic and it was foggy. I mean, it was no big deal, but hey, it's not too often. And if you are in law enforcement, it's not too often that you do get you know compliments or anything. But the time when when it's something that somebody 
bitching and complaining on how you talk to them, how you looked. I mean, we always talked in an earlier episode, we talked about how, you know, I got that RAF face, RAF RAF face, that resting asshole face, you know. You know, I get caught up. He just looked, he looked at me. It's just the way I look. Sorry. But, like I said, story wise, I really wasn't an exciting week, which, I mean, that's a good thing. Knock, knock on some wood. I mean, that's good, you know. Uh, <laughs> my time gets exciting. That's usually bad for other stuff. I did uh, read, it wasn't my, I'll just, tell you a little bit of story I heard about it uh, we get emails from every file number that was pulled per every shift and if it's uh, if it has if it has anything to do with it it'll have a little synopsis on it and this one uh, there's, there's some man called and for the cops to come to his house because he had people in his house and uh he called and said they had they had people running around his house naked masturbating. <laughs> so the, the uniform guys get there and the guy meets them outside and they were like, "Well, who's running around your house masturbating?" And I guess they asked him some questions and stuff and he got pissed off and just went inside, closed the door in their face and he didn't call back no more. So I guess the masturbators. <laughs> Master beat it out the back door or something. I don't know. He didn't, poor guy's probably got some mental problems. It sounds like he's a some kind of paranoid schizophrenic or something like that, delusional or on some kind of drugs or something. But the whole thing, I guess, just to see naked people running around your house whacking off. <laughs> I'd probably run outside and say, don't touch me with that. So it was kind of funny. I wasn't on that one. That's just one that I read. Uh Again, I'm not going to read news stories or nothing. We do that on Wednesdays, but the the amount the amount uh, that's and it's everywhere in, in the entire United States. The amount of juvenile crime is rampant. I know in the region here, there where I work and stuff and live and stuff like that. The juvenile crime is. It's like just almost, it seems like it's out of control. I mean, we have, we have kids 14 to 17 years old, which in my book, I mean, the, the state or whatever changed the law, I don't know if it's federal or whatever, but the state here, up to a couple of years ago, once you hit 17, you're charged with an ad, like an adult, period. They say, no, they're not, they're not, they're not, you know, we got to. We got a baby farm and all this crap, which is bullshit. And it's, this is showing what's going on with it. Because a lot of these, they say juvenile crimes now are committed by 17-year-olds. And they're killing each other. They're killing people. They're killing each other. They're killing innocent. They're killing more innocent people. They're, I mean, small babies are getting caught in crossfire and killed and stuff. By these uh, juveniles, especially when you got 14-year-olds and stuff doing it. I wish some of these parents would, would start looking at what's going on and start taking a little responsibility. Start trying to teach your kids right from wrong. Stop letting the, the internet and the TVs and the social medias raise your children for you. It's it's not a good thing. Obviously, it's not working. I don't know why these kids, I mean, uh, 
just mentioning stuff that kept popping in my head on it. I mean, uh, I think I talked about a, a month or so back, we had these juvenile escaped the juvenile detention center in Baton Rouge. Beat up some guards, stole their truck, took off. <laughs> well, they just had the Baton Rouge police were just over there. I was just reading, you know. They, uh, kids, uh, uh, I think they assaulted some uh, some more guards and uh, did some damage to property and stuff like that. Because they they, they're not going to be done to them. We got, you know, we got 14 year olds shooting, shooting each other, killing each other. It's. <laughs> It, it's sad. I mean, when I was 14 years old, I never thought I'd go get a gun and shoot, shoot anybody. I had access to plenty of guns. And like I said, me and the whole stare talked about 10 years old. Mom's like, where are you going with that? Your dad's doing engaged. Going in the woods with my friend. All right. What you going to do? Don't shoot nothing. You ain't going to eat. Which, like I said, we did. But uh my don't shoot it! Don't shoot it at towards nobody. You know we're out. We're in the woods with a twenty gauge shotgun. Ten years old. Never thought I was. You know, getting mad, shooting my friend, shooting my enemy, friend of me, or anything like that. I, I don't understand the mentality of these children nowadays. Like I said, I mean, I'm just turning one of them old farts now. So I just don't get it. I just think it's sad though. I mean, you have the and then the ones that are committing the crimes. Some of them are heinous enough and bad enough that they get charged as adults. They go to prison for the rest of their life. Or, if, you know, they get jail, so they get juvenile life. So if the kid's 14, they get he's going to get out when he's 21. A worse criminal than he went in. The juvenile justice system needs to be totally overhauled, unfortunately, because it's like, especially these little, these little, bastards now I mean they they just don't care because they know they know they ain't gonna do nothing to me and if I do I can get out I'm gonna get out when I'm 21 or whatever I mean they just don't care but a lot of that's got to do with raising and upbringing so I blame a lot of this on the parents uh, he's had some gunfire gunplay however you want to call it in local in, in the community and you know, a, a mother got caught in crossfire and is dead now from juveniles. I think they were 14 or 15-year-olds shooting at each other. And this lady was found dead in her front yard, a bullet in her head, face. So I think she had like a two-year-old kid. Now this kid's got to grow up in either foster care or an aunt and uncle or grandma without their mom. I mean, over kids shoot, and none of the kids, and none of the kids that were actually shooting each other hit each other. But they hitting, they're hitting innocent people. It's just sad. I don't know. I don't know. I did that little thing. It's called it "Kids Gone Wild" or something like that. But it's re- it's really not. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Something needs to be done. Like I said, parents need to wake up. Smell the coffee, the roses, whatever you want. to smell when you wake up but something needs to be done because these kids are out of control and they know it they, they have no parents need to start teaching raising kids up with manners a little bit and none of these kids say yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir none of that shit like that that's like yeah what like huh if I had to talk like that to an adult when I was growing up my mom would have 
knock my fucking teeth down my throat. You didn't talk to an adult like that at all. You better kids now they say, right, if you want my respect, you need to earn it. Well, let me tell you what, you little 12, 13, 14, 15 year old little bastard. I gotta earn shit of yours. You ain't been on this earth long enough to earn shit. You're just a little punk little motherfucking kid that I don't know, listen to one too many uh, rap songs about selling dope and beating up hoes and bitches. I I ain't got to earn shit from you. You're a kid. I don't know. I know when I was growing up, they were trying to blame it on the video games and stuff. Oh, it's about now. I don't know what it is now. I can tell you what, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a kid. I feel sorry for my grandchildren. I'm not going to go on and keep ranting about these uh, juvenile delinquents that are robbing, stealing, and killing. I just hope everybody stays safe out there and watch them. Because as a kid, you better watch it. A lot of these little bastards, they don't fight. They don't fist fight no more. They just shoot. You know, it'd be a whole lot safer if they went back. Their people went back to fist fighting. But nope, not no more. Oh, you bumped into me. You stepped on my shoes. Pow, pow, pow. Come on. Parents out there need to start start spending time with your children. Start talking to your children. Start paying attention to what they're watching, what they're listening to, who they're talking to on social media accounts and all that stuff like that. Uh, Know where your children are at. Remember that old commercial? It's 8 o'clock. Do you know where your kid's at? Half these motherfuckers don't. They don't know where their kids are. They don't care. All they know is the kid's not bothering them. YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, tweeting and clucking and all that other bullshit, whatever else they have out there, is not a good uh, parent substitute to raise your children. Stop being lazy and raise your children. Pull your head out of your own phone your own electronic device and start raising your children. When I was growing up, every night for supper, except on Fridays, we went out to eat. Not none place fancy. I mean, it was like <laughs> McDonald's or Pizza Hut or someplace like that. Uh, only on Fridays. Other than that, it's the only time we got fast food. Other than that, three three meals, you were at school, whatever, and at home, always cooked meals. But every night, we sat at the dinner table as a family with the TV off and ate supper together. My, I was looking at my parents, you know, if I disagreed with them on a political matter or something like that, we were discussing, I was allowed to disagree with them without getting my head bit chewed off and as long as I wasn't disrespectful and being, you know, being disrespectful. But I think that's a lot of the problem now. The family unit is not the same. They don't, I mean, they don't do nothing together. And then, I mean, how often do you, next time y'all y'all are out there, y'all do me a favor, next time y'all are out in public and you're at a restaurant, first of all, put your own, especially if you're with your spouse or something, put your own cellular device down, your own electronic device down, turn it off with the face now. Have conversations with who you're with, your friends, your family, your mom, your dad, your kids. Verbal conversation. Then I want you to look around. 
look around you and why and see how many people it could be couples or whatever you have three or four people sitting at the table and no one's talking to each other the majority of people i say about 90 percent of people you pay attention and watch them and, and everybody's got their head stuck in fucking phones But, I mean, put the phone down. I think that's a lot of problems with society today, too. Trust me, technology's great. Technology allows me to do what I'm doing right now. I say talking to y'all out there, but, I mean, basically that's what I'm doing right now. I'm talking to myself. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, when I first started doing this, uh, you know, when I first started doing it and was by myself on these episodes like this, it it's uh it takes a little while to get used to it because you you're talking to yourself. But I'm talking to y'all. I mean, just talk talk to people, conversate. Conversation is so good. Uh, last night we had all the people over. Uh, Bam had one of her work people over. And he's probably more, my guy, I'm a cop or whatever, but my, pretty sure he used to run with a, a biker club at one point or whatever. Dude's got long hair, long beard, motorcycle dude. Hey, if I could have long hair and long beard, I probably would. Pretty sure I probably would when I retire. Him and his wife, super, super nice people. I can't tell you how many hours <laughs> there. They might, I don't know, they might think I'm, I'm fucking crazy on it but they were super nice people spent hours in there we 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 all talked and had conversations with our own voices we verbalized people the human race i believe is is like uh, my opinions of course because i'm not a new doctor psychiatrist but human beings like we are we are social creatures by nature, you got loners out there, but they still have socialization that works. Stuff. I'm not, I'm not a big, you know, I don't like, I don't like going to huge crowds. This controlled environment. It was at my house, you know, because when I start getting too big crowds, I, I had to keep my back. I don't trust people like that, especially from what I've been doing all my life. But people are social creatures, just like uh, just like dogs. Dogs are pack animals. That's why you see these dogs, people that have dogs, and these dogs have separation anxiety when they're owners. So dogs are pack animals. They're not made to be alone. They're not a cat. A cat can be by itself. A cat don't care. Cats are assholes. Dogs are pack animals. They Dogs want to be in their pack. They want to socialize. We're the same way as, as, as human beings. You have to socialize. The problem is people don't socialize no more. Everybody's too busy stuck in their computers, stuck in their phone. And I think that's what's happened to the family unit. Is technology's good, but it's bad. And it's destroying the family. Uh, I'm not good with words. Cohesiveness, or however you say it. Uh, it's destroying. And that's why we're getting all these little, these little young punks out there breaking the law, hurting people, and everything else. So I'm just going to... I'm rambling now, I guess. Uh Anyway, dude, if you want to, next time I said, yeah, do I said, dude, put your own phone down, unless you're listening to me, then, then you don't have to put it down. I'm joking. Put it down and look around. 
have a conversation with whoever you're with. Your kid, your spouse, ask you. How many of your parents don't don't ask their kids how was your day at school? What's going on at school? What's the teacher said? That's a lot how these kids are getting indoctrinated now with this CRT and all that bullshit like that. You got to talk to your kids. You ain't going to know what the hell's going on. But do what I said. I mean, like I said, just sit, put it down, have a conversation, but look around you and watch. How many people, nobody, nobody. You might be sitting at a table with somebody, but if you get if you're too busy on on Facebook and all that other shit, you, no, put it face down, start talking, start talking, talk to your kids, make them put their stuff down, make them turn it off, face down. It's not gonna kill them. Twenty thirty minutes at a restaurant, fast food restaurant, is not gonna kill them. They gonna probably think they're dying, but it's not gonna kill them. And if y'all do do this. Hey, hit me an email, send me uh, send me a message on Facebook or something like that, and let me know what you saw, if I was right or not. Let me know. You know, let me know if you did it, if it helps. Like I said, start talking a little bit. So, we will be back Wednesday. Oh, I don't want to forget. Have a locals account, okay? If you don't, y'all can download it. It's an app. Uh, it's kind of like... I'm saying it's kind of like Twitter or whatever like that. I do have a Locals account, Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I've posted, I do post on there probably more than I post anywhere else. Uh, I don't have a lot of subscribers yet. I mean, or what, just subscribers. I think I got like 29 or 30 or something like that. So go check, if y'all on it, go check it out and, and join Locals. Uh, whoever it is, I don't know who it was. Uh, you can support somebody, I guess, on like Patreon or whatever. I guess, like I said, I'll if I get some more. I'll put them behind a paywall. I don't, I don't ask for anything. Uh, whoever, I don't know who you are. Whoever is that that decided to support support uh, the podcast on that platform, I appreciate you tremendously. You're the first person, so uh, send me a message or something. I don't know who you are. Though. I don't know how I even see it, but I thank you. Uh, a lot. Uh, I'm working on it. It's almost done. We're going to do housekeeping and we're going to close this up. Uh, it's almost done. Uh, it's going to be on Etsy for right now. I'm going to try to maybe put on some different stores, but uh, it's going to be like the, the name of the store. Once it's up and going, it'll be Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. It's going to be a store on Etsy. You will be able to go on there and buy merch if you would like and uh they'll ship it straight to your house i'm gonna have t-shirts on there <laughs> i actually had a, a bikini with the logos and stuff put on it it's gonna be on there just it's just a joke i just it was on there and I decided to put my logo and stuff on it and on the back of the butt it says instead of you know, always say smile the ice man could be behind you on the butt of the bikini it says smile the ice man is behind you just funny, we can have little Bluetooth speakers on there. Uh, like I said, T-shirts, stickers, which if you want a sticker, and, uh, you know, email me. Give me your name and address, and I'll mail you a sticker and a refrigerator magnet and stuff for your charge. My, my, my expense, I'll send it to you just for being a listener. Uh, but just different stuff. Uh might have some cups and stuff like that, but you, y'all, if y'all are interested in one, two, you can be able to go on there and you can buy a t-shirt or whatever like that and get it done. Now, the only thing that won't be on there is the, 
the Motor Cop Chronicle, like, Yeti-type style cups that are epoxy that Bam makes herself. Those are all handmade that she does. If you need want that, if anybody ever wants that, they're going to have to go to uh, Personally Dysfunctional Designs on Facebook and get with her and because if you want your name and all that stuff on it, that's all handmade. But the other stuff will be on there. So, like and subscribe on uh, YouTube and Facebook when we do lives, uh, as long as we're on there anyway, before we don't get kicked off anytime soon. Uh, if not, when that does happen, we will go. We have a, I have a Rumble account. I'll put some of the shows on there. Uh, it's a lot right now, so to keep up with everything so that one's a little bit behind but i do have a rumble account also but if we ever get if we ever get booted off of youtube and facebook that's where we're going to do live shows that you know if you write me a review you know i will give you a shout out and other than that if you'd like to be a guest uh send me shoot best way to do is shoot me email uh if you want to be a guest uh shoot me email if you have stories that you just want to Share with me, and I will read them on an episode or something. Type it out and, and shoot that to me. Also, we will. I did talk to uh, a guy recently. He's a ex police chief. You know, he's going to be a guest coming on. Spend an hour on the phone with him just uh, Friday night. Seems like a really great guy. It's going to be. It might be a multiple part episode because, like I said, we spoke for an hour and just you know. Very good conversational, so I think that's going to be super good at probably at least two episodes. Uh, other than that, come back Wednesday. You know, me and Holster will be out uh, talking bullshit about stupid news reports or other stuff like that. And appreciate y'all listening. And uh, be safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. And remember to smile. Because the Iceman can always be behind you.